Uh, good morning. Thank you all for coming here this morning. Well, this morning, you're going to witness two people getting baptized. So what does baptism mean? Well, the word baptized means placed into. Now, really, when a person is saved, when a person believes the gospel message, it says they're placed into Christ. That's what the scripture says. Now, I just want to make a few things clear first. Uh, this water here, this is just water. This water doesn't save a person from hell. It doesn't cleanse a person from their sin. Really, a person should only be baptized if they have been saved first, if they have believed the gospel message. Really, baptism is our manifestation of what's already happened in someone's heart. Really, baptism, it's a public identification of what Jesus has done in someone's life. Now, the gospel message that I mentioned in the scripture, the good news is that Jesus Christ died for my sins. He was buried and rose again the third day. So when someone's getting baptized, they're really saying, I identify with Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that he died for my sins. He was buried and rose again the third day. When a person goes into the water, it's symbolic of how a believer has been crucified with Christ. They're now dead to sin. They're now dead to the world. And when they come up from the water, it's symbolic of how of the new life they have from the Lord Jesus, how they have been resurrected with the Lord. And really, baptism is something very precious to the Lord, something very honoring to the Lord. We see throughout the scripture, and um, when believers were saved, they were baptized right away. And in Matthew 28, 19, the Lord Jesus commands his disciples to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So with that, we're going to um, hear the testimonies of two people and just see what great things the Lord has done in their lives this morning. We'll start with Annabelle Hollowell. My name is Annabelle. Most of you here know me, but for those of you who don't, I'll tell you a bit about myself. I've gone to Calvary Bible Chapel and grown up around these people ever since I was born. For as long as I can remember, Sunday meant waking up and going to church. I've been raised by a Christian mother and had many other Christian influences in my life. So both of these things mean that I've been told and taught the gospel since I was out of the nursery. But I'm not standing here because I was raised to be standing here one day, or because there are people that want me to. John 1.13 says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who are born not of the blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. This means it was in God's plan to save me. I was by no means born into becoming a Christian because the people in my life were. It is simply the will of God. Looking around here, 
Almost every kid I see grew up like me with Christian parents. As a kid of Christian parents, it is very easy to believe that you are set and that because you are familiar with the word of God and have Christian parents, you have nothing to worry about. It was easy for me to judge others and think, well, I'm not as bad as them. And it was easy to be proud and look down on others who are no worse than myself. But God's word assures you, for if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Galatians 6.3. I learned that no one's faith but your own will save you. And by not making a decision, my choice had been made. And the answer was no. Revelation 3.16 says, So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. On June 24, 2016, I was leading a group of kids through the last day of VBS at Redwood Chapel. The stories that had been told were coming to an end. We were all sitting in story time, and the teacher gave the kids a chance to go outside and pray. He told them that they would be praying about going to heaven and accepting Jesus into their lives. This was the moment that changed my life. As I sat there and watched dozens of little kids' hands fly up into the air, I couldn't help but want to run outside too. I had so many thoughts running through my head at once. I was feeling guilt. Guilt because I had been teaching and preaching the gospel for a week. I was encouraging these kids to follow the Lord and I hadn't even made that decision myself. And guilt because I had lived my whole life knowing about my sin, living with my sin and the knowledge of God's gift and I hadn't done anything about it. In that moment, one thing had become clear. 1 Timothy 1.15 says, this saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. Later that day, I had prayed and asked God to forgive me of my sins and save me. I knew that only a sacrifice could have saved me. For Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. When Jesus died on the cross for me, he paid my debt as a perfect and sinless sacrifice. This is because if Jesus had sinned even once, he would have had to die for his own sins. God exercises his mercy in my life every day, and has shown me that there is more to life than portrayed in the world. While writing this testimony, I came across two verses, and I couldn't choose one, so I'll share both with you. Ephesians 2, 4-5 says, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. This is important to me because it shows me that it is never too late to come to God, and there is nothing I can do that will make him unforgiving and turn his back on me. In 2 Timothy 1.9 it says, He who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. I know that life will not always be easy, and sometimes it will be hard to want God in my life. Something I have had to learn is that when I became a believer, God didn't make sin magically disappear from my life. But like everyone else, sin is still a present struggle in my life, and I do not claim that that is gone. But my difference now is that I have a Savior that I can repent and ask forgiveness from. I will go through rough patches and doubtful times, but God will be there to pick me up and work his hand in my life whenever I need it most. Now I know that I can put my trust in the Lord, and he will keep me safe. I know that he is there for me no matter what to listen to my prayers. I have learned to forgive people because God forgave me and I should strive to do the same. Over this last year, God has shown me that I have made the best decision for myself. Now I am going to end with these last two verses. 
Romans 8.38 says, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And finally, 1 Peter 1.8 that says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice in a joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. Oh, praise the Lord. Well, Abel, I have a question for you this morning. Are you trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ and him alone for your salvation? Yeah. Based on your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. testify of what the Lord's done in his life. Hello? My name is Noah Rice, and I want to tell you how I came to know the Lord. Before I received Christ, I was lost and blinded by my sin. I was a thief and a drunkard, and the list could go on. Lost my place. At the age of 15, I became a full-blown alcoholic. I continuously drank every single day, used and sold drugs of all kinds, and stole from grocery stores, gas stations, and even my own parents. I was so selfish that I did not care for anyone or anything. One night, I was so drunk that I blacked out, and I robbed a 76 gas station. Long story short, I was charged with multiple offenses, and I was sent to juvenile hall, where I spent the next three days going through withdrawal symptoms from the alcohol. Then they sent me to a maximum security unit, where I spent several months until they released me on house arrest. Although I was sober because of my probation requirements, I still hung around the same places and the same friends. Shortly after, I was arrested again for committing assault with a deadly weapon which is a felony. By the, by the grace of God, they reduced the felony charge to a misdemeanor. Otherwise, I would still be in jail today. I spent a total of five years in and out of juvenile hall before they finally released me from the probation, my probation in 2013, upon completion of a drug rehab program. At this point in my life, I believed that there was a God, and I had, I had read the Bible but I did not truly accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. A few months later, I had a drug relapse. I began losing everything that I cared so much about. My money, my girlfriend, she left me, and uh, my health, which began to decline as I lost 40 pounds. As the years went on, I finally came to the end of myself. I knew that I was a sinner as I looked at my life and that I was deserving of hell. I realized that I needed God and I could not save myself. I learned through studying the Bible that Jesus died on the cross to pay for my penalty of my sin, which I fully deserved. John 3:16 clearly says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. 
During this time, I was reminded of this verse in John 8:12. Then Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I realized that I was living in complete darkness, and my life was miserable and empty. I no longer desired to live this way. I prayed to the Lord, realizing that I was unworthy, and I asked him to forgive me of my sins and to take me as I am, a broken man. I placed my faith in Jesus Christ that day as my Lord and Savior, and he saved me. Since coming to know the Lord, there have been major changes in my life. The most obvious sign is that I have been sober since coming to know him, and I have no desire to drink alcohol or to use drugs because of what it has done in my family and what it has done to me, the effect it has had on my life. Also, I no longer steal. I'm no longer quick to anger, although this is something that I still work on daily. He has also helped me to love others in my life and to restore a relationship with family members that I had previously broken. I know that God has a plan for my life, and he has given me peace, which surpasses all understanding. Finally, the Lord has helped me to be more obedient towards him day by day. I want to be baptized today in order to obey God's command, which says in Matthew 28:19, to be baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Question for you. Are you trusting the Lord Jesus alone for your salvation, Noah? Absolutely. Amen. Well, it's a profession of faith, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. beautiful hearing what the Lord's doing and saving people you know if any of you have questions here about the gospel you know, there's a number of people here can answer questions about you know what the Lord's uh, has done saving people or you know if you don't know who the Lord is you know feel free to ask someone here let's pray for them um, for Noah and Abel we thank you for Noah and Abel's testimonies and Lord, we've been doing their lives and saving their souls. And we pray for them, Lord, to run strong for you. We pray that you would protect them from the attacks of the enemy. We pray, Lord, that they would just grow strong in you. We do pray this in Jesus' name. <laughs>